Hey, this is Scott from the Teal Shirt Report. If you haven't heard about Anchor, hey, it's free. It is the easiest way to make a podcast. I spent over 20 years in the radio industry, and our company, BigJReport.com, was looking for a podcast home for our podcast, and we chose Anchor. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And you can make money, too, from your podcast with no minimum listenership. To find us, go to anchor.fm forward slash Scott dash Mullis. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. It's so easy. That's anchor.fm. Hey, welcome to the Teal Shirt Report. It's great to be with you. Uh, This is Scott drinking my coffee and having a little chicken soup uh, this morning. Should be able to get to the podcast with all these great elements around me here. Uh, Well, it broke last night. Looks like Jay Gruden is the guy to be the offensive coordinator to lead the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars offense in 2020. Interesting. You know, the guy was a head coach with the Washington Redskins for a few years. He did get he did get fired last year, as most people know. He spent uh, several years as an offensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals. And in those years, the Bengals made the playoffs. Uh, the Redskins did have some early success uh, when Jay Gruden was their head coach. But you know the old story. At some point in time, almost – Seems like almost all the coaches get fired at some time or another. Some interesting parallels between Jaguars head coach Doug Marone and Jay Gruden, who now it, it's all but official. I'm, I'm hearing it broke last night. When last night was uh, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, late Tuesday night, January the 21st, it broke from several sources that Jay Gruden is the guy to be the offensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars. John D. Filippo, of course, was fired uh, earlier in the same month of January. Uh, D. Filippo didn't take him long to get a job. He's now the quarterback's coach with the Chicago Bears. So D. Filippo is out. Jay Gruden now is in as the uh, offensive coordinator for your Jacksonville Jaguars. As I said, some parallels. Uh, Jay Gruden's an interesting guy. I mean, he, he's done a lot in football. His older brother, as a lot of you know, is uh, John Gruden, who is the head coach of the, well, I, I can't really call them the Oakland Raiders now. I guess they're moving to Vegas. I guess they'll be the Vegas Raiders, or we'll just say the Raiders. Um, Jay Gruden's older brother, John Gruden, again, is the head coach of the Raiders, Back in 1992, here's a little-known fact. Uh, Jay Gruden was a quarterback for the Tampa Bay Storm in the Arena Football League. And Jay Gruden, for those of you who go back that far to the Arena Football League, and those were some of the early days of the Arena Football League, Jay Gruden was actually the the Arena Football League MVP 
back in 1992 when he played for the Tampa Bay Storm. Later, uh, Gruden, uh, Jay Gruden uh, coached in the Arena Football League. He won, of course, some Arena Bowl titles. Uh, Jay Gruden did come onto the scene in the NFL with the Cincinnati Bengals as an offensive coordinator, then later a head coach with the Washington Redskins. Jay Gruden actually has some ties with uh, Doug Marone. They both played in the World League of American Football, and that league was, uh, you know, back in back I believe in the nineties. I'll look up the information on that. But they they played together, and I remember that league. You know, it's been a been a few years, but uh, it looks actually like uh, Jay Gruden played for the Barcelona. Uh, Dragons. As a player, he played for the Tampa Bay Storm. As I mentioned, the Barcelona Dragons in the World League of American Football. So Doug Marone has known of Jay Gruden since the 90s. They both played in the same league. And of course, Jay Gruden was a MVP as a player in the Arena Football League. So he's 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 been a very good player, uh, not at the NFL level, but at the arena at the Arena Football League level. And uh, Jay Gruden uh, spent some time, of course, uh, in the World League of American Football, too. As a coach, uh, Gruden, of course, uh, you know, he's uh, been a head coach, an assistant coach, an offensive coordinator. So, again, Jay Gruden is the choice of Doug Marone. Again, they do have some ties going way back to the uh, World League of American Football. The uh, World League of American Football was a league that uh, did take place back in the the early 90s. And it looks like um, Jay, Jay Gruden played for the Barcelona Dragons back in 1991. Flash forwarding to now, what does this all mean? It means that Doug Marone and Jay Gruden know of each other. Uh, they played in the same league as players. So there's got to be some some respect, I think, going back and forth. Um, apparently, the Jaguars uh, may not have been completely happy with uh, John DeFilippo's play calling, perhaps, because I thought he did a pretty good job with Gardner Minshew. So this will be Gardner Minshew's uh, second offensive coordinator uh, now here in Jacksonville. So that's interesting. You know, they always say a quarterback, you know, he goes through all these different offensive coordinators. Let's hope Jay Gruden uh, stays for a while. But, you know, if he does really well with the Jaguars, he may move on to another head coaching opportunity. It's just kind of the the uh, landscape of uh, coaching now. But that's the guy, Jay Gruden, will be the offensive coordinator uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. That story did break late last night from a few different sources on, and that was officially on January the 21st, late Tuesday night, January the 21st. Um, late January the uh, 21st, Tuesday night, it was not official, but all these sources were basically confirming that Jay Gruden is the guy to be the offensive coordinator uh, now for your Jacksonville Jaguars going forward, or our Jacksonville Jaguars going forward. We hope you like the podcast. Uh, we will try to do updates on the podcast as much as absolutely possible. I want to say we're going to do it every day, but it might not. it might not be every day. But uh, we're going to be going at it uh, quite frequently, uh, depending on on my schedule of other things we're doing with uh, the website, bigjreport.com. 
Uh, you're welcome to follow us on the bigjreport.com as well. And um, so thank you for tuning into the podcast. We, we also have a uh, uh, Big J Report uh, uh, Facebook group as well, bigjreport.com Facebook. You can uh, find that in your browser at, uh, well, on your Facebook browser, just type in bigjreport.com and it, it comes up right on in your Facebook group. You can check out what's going on there. So again, some things facing the Jaguars. Um, there's a lot of interesting things coming up. The general manager who has been brought back, you know, at least for one more year. I mean, uh, Dave Codwell and Doug Marone both now will be working on the final years of their contract. Uh, Doug has one more year. And, of course, general manager Dave Codwell has one more year. So they've got to do really, really well, turn this thing around, have a winning record in 2020, in my opinion, to be able to stay. I think they've actually been given an extra year and an extra opportunity by the owner, uh, Shad Khan. So some key things coming up for the Jaguars, uh, quite frankly and honestly. You know, the players that they cut or keep are going to be big because, you know, there's certain players that the Jags have that if they cut them, they'll get a lot more money back on the salary cap, as you know. Calais Campbell has been on the defensive line a huge leader for the Jaguars. Does he restructure and possibly stay? Or do they part ways with um, the guy that's really been their leader uh, the last uh, three years or so? So, again, there's a lot of these players on the fringe. Calais Campbell. The, these are the guys with the really big contracts. Calais Campbell. Also, Marcel Darius, who got hurt uh, nearly, nearly um, halfway through the season. He's the big run stuffer in the middle that when Darius went down, in my personal opinion, the defensive scheme has been kind of bad that um, uh, Coach Todd Wash, who is still, by the way, the defensive coordinator as we speak on January the 22nd. But the scheme has been problematic in, in, in my opinion. I mean, there were three straight games where the Jaguars played all three divisional opponents, they got blown out in all three games, which is kind of unusual because in the NFL, normally in a season, the majority of the games are close. You might have one or two blowouts in a season. The Jaguars had three blowouts in three consecutive games. And our defense, the Jaguars defense, though they, they did have some, some injuries that did mount, Still, the, the scheme, I think, was masked by Marcel Darius, who, who's a very good run stuffer from his defensive tackle position. The thing is, Marcel Darius has a big contract. The Jags can save money on the camp if they, you know, if they part ways with Marcel Darius. They can do the same thing if they part ways with Calais Campbell. It's hard to say goodbye to Calais Campbell as the leader of the Jag, one of the one of the leaders of the team, because uh, He's meant so much to the team, as, as most of you know. Um, Calais has been really, really good in the community, too. So that's a guy you'd like to keep if you can. A lot of these cuts like Calais Campbell, if he, if he does, in fact, get cut, let's say Calais Campbell gets cut, Marcel Darius gets cut. You know, in the old days of football, when he got cut, it meant you weren't good enough. In modern football in 2020, it just means you're 
you're you're moving on from the, from the contract in most cases. Some of the guys with the big money contracts again, uh, Calais Campbell, Marcel Darius. Uh, you've got uh, back in the uh, back end uh, defensive back and uh, cornerback, of course. Uh, AJ Boyer has a big contract too. So this is going to be really the first order of business by uh, the general manager, Dave Codwell. And I believe Codwell will be consulting more with Doug Marone. And I think both of them will be reporting to Sean Khan on what they're, you know, what they're going to do. So now instead of it being Coughlin, Marone and Codwell, or I think in the past, uh, the past two or three years, it's kind of been Coughlin and Codwell. I think now you're going to see really more of a, collaborative effort all the way around between Marone and, and Codwell, even though Codwell is a GM. Marone and Codwell on the final year of their contracts, and I believe um, with most big decisions, you know, they're going to be informing the owner, Shad Khan, you know, about what's going on. So, again, there's the NFL draft around the corner that we will be addressing. Uh, the Jaguars, quite frankly, need to hit on about five of those draft picks. Uh, the decision about Nick Foles, I, I don't think there, I, I don't think there is a decision with Nick Foles. I think the only decision will be is, uh, hey, who's going to start next year? I think Nick Foles and Gardner Minshew are both on this team in the uh, 2020. That's uh, Gardner Minshew and Nick Foles. I believe they're both going to be on this team in 2020. The best guy will play, and lo and behold, you know how football is. Either guy could get injured too. So that, you know, that can create a difficulty because one guy gets hurt, the other one plays. So I think it's great to have two two uh, good good quarterbacks. I'm not saying that uh, both the quarterbacks we have are great or franchise quarterbacks, but I believe they're uh, two good to very good, potentially uh, very good quarterbacks. So you've got a couple of guys that can play, Gardner Minshew, Won some games with the Jaguars uh, uh, last year, even though we were six up and ten down, six and ten on the 2020 season. But I feel like at this point, this is my opinion, that Nick Foles stays for at least another year because of the contract situation. If if they get rid of Foles, they're going to take an enormous cap hit. There's possibilities of, of trades, but then you may have to give a team a draft pick. Foles and a draft pick to get out of the the big part of the contract, you know, as far as taking the big hit on the salary cap. So I think Nick Foles stays at least one more year. Uh, Gardner Minshew, of course, is moving into the second year of his uh, rookie contract. So, you know, he's uh, certainly the uh, Gardner Minshew contract is uh, very uh, Jaguars uh, friendly at this point. So that's kind of what we got at quarterback. I believe Nick comes back and Nick Foles will be back. Gardner Minshew obviously will be back. And that's what we're looking at. We're looking at building a team around these two quarterbacks. And the starting blocks to building the team is actually going to be, who do you part ways with? Uh, do you not bring Clayus Campbell back? Do you not bring Marcel Darius back? Uh, A.J. Boye, these are some of the guys with the uh, the big contracts. We do know that uh, number 44, Miles Jack, will be back because he did sign an extension uh, during the 2019 season. So that's some of what's going on. We will touch um, 
in our next episode on, of course, the NFL draft coming up, and we'll potentially take a look at the positions, and, and the Jaguars do have a lot of needs on the football team. Uh, injuries did mount during the last two seasons. There were a lot of injuries in 2018, and there were a few injuries in 2019. So the key thing is uh, the players you're going to keep, got to get them healthy. If Marcel Darius is, is on this football team, which he may not be, depending on the salary cap number, got to get him healthy. He had uh, surgery in the middle of the season and went on IR. So there's been a lot of players that have gone on IR. There's a lot of other things to talk about. As most of you know, Telvin Smith, basically, that was the best way to put it. He, he, he quit football. Or I don't know if he's semi-retired from football, has other things going on, as many of you have heard or, or have speculated about. So uh, Telvin Smith, who was a big part of the Jaguars for, for a number of years, especially during the playoff run in 2017, played in 2018. But again, Telvin Smith, uh, before the 2019 training camp, made it known that he was, was taking a year off from football. But I haven't seen any signs of him coming back to, to play, and he may never play again. We'll just have to see. So that's some of our podcast today, the Teal Shirt Report. My name is Scott. We will be taking a look at the NFL draft in future episodes because there's a lot of needs the Jaguars have to get in the April, uh, the April 2020 NFL draft. The breaking news, though, the latest news here in Episode 3 is obviously the Jaguars making – a change several days ago in firing uh, firing John DeFilippo, the offensive coordinator. And now, from many, many sources, it was breaking uh, Tuesday night, January the 21st, that Jay Gruden, Jay Gruden, the former head coach of the Washington Redskins, uh, former offensive coordinator with the Cincinnati Bengals, is now the new Jacksonville Jaguars offensive coordinator. He'll be the guy calling the plays. And uh, he and Doug Marone did uh, – parallel each other and know of each other. They did both play in the World League of American Football back uh, back in the early 1990s. So that's a look at our teal shirt uh, report today. We had a cold temperature as I recorded this on uh, January 22nd. We had a very, very cold temperature uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida, low temperature 32 uh, Fahrenheit, zero Celsius. Got down to the freezing mark uh, for, for a brief time uh, here in the River City, here in Jacksonville, Florida. So you can check us out on our, our website at BigJReport.com. That is BigJReport.com. And follow us here on the uh, Teal Shirt Report uh, uh, podcast, which, of course, is uh, powered by Anchor. So uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back again soon. we got a lot of talk about the NFL draft coming up. Uh, who will the Jags potentially take in the draft with two first-round picks? It's great to have two first-round picks, so the draft is going to be very, very interesting. But even before the NFL draft in April, you've got free agency in March. And before free agency starts, the Jaguars have to make some decisions on who to keep and who to part with. And I've given you some of the names. Marquise Lee is another guy, a wide receiver, who's been very injured very injured over the last two years. He's been on IR um, not only in uh, 2000, 
Let's see. He's been on IR the last two years, actually, in 2018 and 2019. Marquise Lee is another guy that you can save some, you know, some dollars on the cap if you part ways with him. One of my favorite players, Marquise Lee, a great guy. I've um, I've met Marquise on two or three different occasions, and I really hate it uh, for the guy and and for the team that uh, it just hasn't worked out in the last couple of years. And sadly, he'll probably be uh, one of the salary cap casualties that the the Jaguars most likely uh, will part ways with. But we'll see what happens. Uh, you've been listening to the uh, uh, Teal Shirt Report today. I know that some of these episodes will be shorter than others. Some will be longer. Just to kind of depends on the way things uh, uh, flow once we get started. But thank you for tuning in to the Teal Shirt Report. Again, follow us at BigJReport.com on the website. That's uh, BigJReport.com. Uh, we've got a BigJReport.com Facebook group as well. So check us out. You've been listening to the uh, Teal uh, Shirt Report. That's Teal Shirt Report. We'll be back again real soon. This is the uh, third episode in the book, even though episode one was very, very short. Kind of just a brief promo in episode one of things to come. Thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report.